0: and welcome to the Trash Tapes Podcast as part of the Enigmatic Productions Network. If you love bad cinema and incredible deep dives into cult film, then you have come to the right place. So if you like what you hear and want to support us, you can do so by donating some funds to our Buy Me A Coffee website, along with the ACAR supporter feature. All of these can be found in the description below. And now, on with the show... Okay, so let me just uh, get into the zone and get ready for things because, uh, oh, boy, uh, <laughs> this is so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about with this bull. All right. Um, okay. So I'm my other bit of energy drink. I'm going to be so bitter today. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: fucking hell. You got a big shot of director's bitter there or something. <laughs> it's so fucking huge. Mate.
0: This, He's a nice
2: thick of slice job. of director's bitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite like that. Um, in this case, he'll give me so much energy by the end of it, I might be bouncing off the walls, but to be frank, this movie was just bouncing off the walls, so we're fine. So yeah. you are about to experience trash cinema. Oh my- Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Trash Tapes. One man's trash is another man's treasure. I'm your host, Johanship Paul, and the Inflictor of Pain, and I'm here usually with my victim, Ed. How are you doing?
2: I'm very well, thank you. I'm really excited about this collaboration. Oh,
0: you've ruined it, but good. So, we're not joined by just you and me. Because um, we're all in our isolation stations, we're actually able to grab a few other victims to watch this piece of garbage with us. And that is that is basically Ben Arrington and Luke Condor of the Horror Hangout. So, say hi, hey. everybody. Hello, Hello. Hello. It's interesting hello. that you uh, called us a victim because when I was watching this, I felt victimized in many ways. <laughs> this is this, this is why I'm nicknamed the inflictor of yeah. pain because usually I just give crap to people and say, "Can you survive the next half uh, ninety minutes of whatever the fuck this is?" So I'm we are you were
2: able to survive us? I have flipped around one time though. I told Johan to watch like a, a really bad ninja movie, and he watched it, and I didn't watch it. So I got him to watch it, and it was absolutely <laughs> appalling. And we never what actually. Covered it on the Free podcast. Ninjas. What we was it called again, Johan?
0: I think it was I think it was literally like ninja versus cobra or no Cobra, cobra against, against ninja. ninja. That was it. That was a piece of trash. <laughs> cobra wow. against
3: Ninja you're yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. Um, going to be bothered to use versus they're just like well, what happens when two people go up against each other against each other yeah
0: and you didn't even watch it ed is that right you didn't even bother <laughs> no he recommended it to me and said oh this is going to be great and i watched it thinking he was going to watch it when i found out he didn't watch it i got pissed
2: it's because i watched a clip from it on youtube that looked amazing apparently that clip is the only decent thing about it Oh, tell yeah, me
0: about okay, it. Yeah. Uh, so there, there, there's there's going to be a video on that eventually, isn't there, Ed? Of just me just shouting. These are only the best twenty. These are only the best fifteen minutes of this entire movie. Yeah. Um, but yes, enough of that. Then basically, just because you, we got our guests here, I think it's best if you guys properly introduce yourselves and talk about uh, your podcast, the Horror Hangout, in a little bit more detail, so, for our listeners can tune in and stuff like that. So tell us about yourselves. Sure. Well, uh, so this is Luke speaking.
3: Uh, me and Ben, we do a podcast called The Horror Hangout we started out by watching the the best 50 horror movies as per Empire magazine's ratings. And we sort of rated and reviewed them as we went on, but we finished that. And now we're just sort of winging it every week, watching new <laughs> and old, good and terrible horror movies. Yeah, and,
4: yeah. It kind of, it kind of, We did sort of have a bit of a plan in place and we, but now we kind of just week by week kind of pick a horror movie, watch it. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. Um, but yeah, we're kind of, working our way through quite a lot of them at the moment yeah, yeah. how many episodes have we done now 100 and hundred and forty. yeah so i think we're on about 100 we're approaching 140 so yeah it's good we get it's, it's just the two of us but most of but we get like other guys in uh johan obviously you've been on the show before um yeah. we we discuss various various films as well andy conduit turner dro- joins us regularly as well so mm-hmm. oh he's the quiz master times. isn't he yeah, we, the hard, he is we the have
0: the quiz there, yeah as well yeah it's quite good mm. So just just to sort of clarify them, basically, it, it's because you have done so many episodes. Does this make you technically horror experts? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so.
4: But I Referring do know, I back mean, to those quiz episodes as well, like those quiz episodes yeah, well, we've, we've done see. like terribly in some rounds where you're like, I think I'm pretty sure I know a lot about horror movies. And then the questions are put to you and you go, I know nothing about horror movies.
3: I know more I that's than we more. did when we started. I feel like I went into the podcast as like a horror fan, but now I am a horror enthusiast, a horror movie enthusiast or something along those lines.
2: Well, that's a bit like me with the trash tapes because Johan was like an expert on trash, I think, but when we started and I was just kind of this victim that he brought along. And now I know almost as much about bad movies as him. <laughs> like kind of. <laughs> I'm recommending a lot of trash to him and getting yeah. him to watch bad ninja movies. Yeah, what's, the, yeah.
3: what's the trashiest movie you've had on so far? Oh, are we talking about good or bad? Because if like we good trash, like a okay. good cool movie or something.
0: Oh, we've done things like Samurai Cop, Troll Two. Uh, we've done The Room. Uh, we've done uh, Miami Connection. We've done all these great ones already, and we're going to have more coming along the pipeline. So that's going to be quite fun. Uh, but uh, we're going to now we're going to talk about the next bit. So since you uh, since you guys are horror, and I say okay, we'll find you a horror. I said, okay, we need to find something they've never seen before. Clearly, you have not seen this one before, because we're about to review Spooky's Way.
2: What's this supposed to be? Looks sort of like a Parcheesi game or something.
3: I know what this is. I mean, I've never seen one like this before. It's a Ouija board.
2: Well, how do you play? Don't you need dice or something?
3: You don't play. The Ouija board is a tool for communication. Communication with the
4: dead.
1: Happy birthday, Billy.
0: (laughs)
3: Come on, Megan. It's spooky as hell inside.
0: Right. Okay. Right. Spookies. So, um, right, so just before we go into anything, let's go in in a couple of words or sentences. Describe your feeling as you were watching Spookies.
3: I felt like I was
0: being attacked
3: (laughs) by Boglins.
4: Boglins! Boglins! I should have wrote that down because I fought Boglins at least five times. I fought (laughs) Boglins. I always wanted a Boglin, but they were expensive, weren't they? Yeah, they had like the same
3: teeth, like the way these the things in the, the mouths yeah. were. It was it was there were bug limbs.
4: There was no way to I put it. I feel like this this film almost <laughs> became four D for me. Like I feel like I could smell like the latex and yeah. all of the <laughs> the monster <laughs> effects. Definitely, I was like I could smell that latex. It's so rubbery. I could smell it right now. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, brilliant! Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that this that this movie's giving you some kind of bizarre out of body experience because it has for me. How about you, Ed? Uh, yeah i was at first i was
2: finding it like a slog like a real slog and then when the sort of the crazy effects started kicking in i was like oh okay this has got something redeeming like and i loved the like generic halloween costume type like enemies (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying enemies like it's a game but it was a bit like it felt like (laughs) i played a game of some kind like a really bad resident evil
0: no, I was thinking more. Of this this reminds me of, in terms of how the layout is and all the monsters. It finds a little bit like it's, it's like playing a game of Slaughterhouse without the killer, fucking uh, guy with the with the machete to do all the slaughtering. Is oh, Splatterhouse. It, yes, yeah, Slaughterhouse. Sorry, Slaughterhouse. Yeah. You've got like monster here, monster there, monster here, monster there, monster there, monster there. It's a, uh, it's kind of overwhelming. Right. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a bit of a breakdown because usually on the trash tapes, we usually go through context because I kind of feel like sometimes in in most trashy movies, the backstory for these are far more interesting than the actual movie itself. And um, so we're going to go for a little bit here. So Spookies is a 1986 American independent horror film directed by Brandon Faulkner and Thomas Doran, which was let with additional footage directed by Eugene Joseph. Now, there's going to be a story involving that, okay? Now, the film was given a limited theatrical release in 1987, but then it became really popular, and this is where it grew its cult following, when it started to air on cable TV multiple times, almost on a rotation, between 1988 and 1991. This is why it became so successful, because it was just constantly forced down people's throats on TV. When the
3: end credits credits rolled, I didn't see any directed by... Credits, roll up.
0: Well, there is a story for that. Okay. All right. So, okay. So let me just break this down for you. So uh, the two directors, the original directors, Brendan Faulkner and Thomas Duran, were first-time directors, right? Well, they have basically done a lot of stuff. They were doing a lot of indie horror movies and stuff like that. We're talking over-the-top exploitation stuff, but they never got their projects fully completed. So this is a summary of their guys' expertise. So they made a sort of a showreel, and he made showreels and sent it around studios and stuff like that uh, to get something going for a different movie altogether called Twisted Souls. Right? Um, when that happened, uh, basically one of the there's a financier that got involved. His name is Michael Lee, and he looked at some of the show stuff and looked at a project that never got out of that ne- a footage from a movie that never got out called Hellspawn. So already I'm excited, right? So <laughs> there's an unknown movie called Hellspawn that never got made. Properly, And Michael Lee said, I like these guys. I'm going to give them something. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> they backed this movie. Um, so they start filming. They start filming um, the movie in about 1984. They start filming with this financier's backing and his links to other studios. Twisted Souls, which is what just happened to be, was, was a very different movie altogether. And you can kind of see that. Because the, the idea of the script, and I think I have a quote here. Uh, basically, the whole point of the movie was going to be a subversion of the haunted house trope. Hmm. Where he's, because he, they were able to find a really, really exciting location, like uh, this sort of house. The house, by the way, let's look into it. It looks awesome, the outside of the house. It looks yeah. like an old school primary house. Yeah? Um, interesting fact, to throw into that. This house was a 24-room colonial house that was abode with by one of the Americans' founding fathers. Ah, interesting. John Jay, apparently. So he apparently, uh, this is a history house. This house has history already <laughs> in itself. Was he one of the uh, Dusty Fart monsters? <laughs> oh, we're going to get into the Dusty Fart monsters. Oh, it was fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. I... Popular pie plant pictured here. So this is a history house. They're able to have access to this history house. They look into the house and realize there's 24 rooms. And so he's thought to himself, right. The directors literally said, and I quote, there is a monster every two pages. When he wrote it, they batted out a script in two weeks, which you can kind of tell. It's going to be a little bit like Evil Dead. It's going to be a little bit like that, but with a different monster in every single room.
3: Yeah, I got the Evil Dead vibes, especially when What's the Name flipped. Uh, I started speaking in the voice of that Paul Daniels guy.
0: You know I mean? <laughs> the magician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started getting... He
4: was there so, in the background.
0: Yeah. It was a, <sighs> <episode. laughs> Just imagine it going here. like, now for my next trick, I'm going to summon something else. Um... Pretty much. It was kind of ridiculous. Um, Gives it a theme park ride vibe, doesn't it, with the different yeah. monsters? Yeah. It definitely feels like that. It feels like you should be sitting in a car somewhere and you should be rollercoasted around. Now we're going into the vampire <laughs> and just <laughs> kind of do that. Um, the, the, even the director, Brendan Faulkner, actually said, like, it, this was an opportunity for us, but they, we felt scared, We felt like we could do something that was a different kind of scary. One review of that actually said that there was more monsters per minute than anything else. So, yeah, this was full on. It was intense. They purposely designed it to be, let's just make as many horror movies as we can. They had a lot of connections with people who worked in gore because of all the previous stuff. And so that's why the movie gore, the gore level and the, and the animation in this movie is actually surprisingly comfortable. Like, it's well, actually good. It's weird. Like, halfway through the movie, it there's,
3: like, suddenly, like, uh, some great effects moments where someone gets, like, melted down or yes. something. But, like, it's, it comes out of nowhere. Like, it didn't, I wasn't expecting that level of confidence in the gore. Uh, but, yeah, it's good. It's got the zombies. have, like, a sort of faulty zombie-looking uh, mm. style to them. Yeah, I thought I it the effects were great, actually. I really enjoyed it. There's even a
2: bit Pretty of stop frame in there as well, isn't there?
0: Yeah, At one yeah. point.
2: Got, You've got prosthetics, stop frame. You've got
0: some nice old-school effects in there. It's the only problem with the movie is that you don't really, like you said, it comes out of nowhere. You're, never, you're not introduced to this until really much to the end of the movie, and so you're like, what? It's bizarre. <laughs> what happened eventually is when they shot everything, all right, it was great. They, they, they had this idea going. It was wonderful. And so they started to do the post-production. They started editing it. Right. Um, But then some creative and legal issues between the producers, uh, between the producers, the directors and the financial backer prevented the final post-production to go for. So this is final editing, the scoring, any post-production effects, etc. It kind of stopped them from doing it. Apparently, uh, there was a two and a half hour version of this movie. A missing hour somewhere. It's a missing hour somewhere. There was a two and a half. The movie was originally two and a half hours, but it was a rough cut. It was just a rough cut. Yeah. It wasn't meant to ever be released, right? Michael, on the other hand, really was kind of scared as he was watching the movie whether the movie was going to do any good. So he, he took the rough cut behind the backs of the director to the studio to show them what the progress was so far. Mm. We one was Michael? He was the producer. Michael was the financier. I'm right? Sure so the I'm financier sure. basically said, like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, i uh, I need money I need to make sure this makes money so he took the final cu- the 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 rough cut took it to the studios and then the studios hated it because it's like it's slow it's sloggy this is not the pace we're going for um it's uh it's not it's it's too violent it's too all this without a proper cut with mm-hmm. any with without the pacing issues and so on and so forth when the directors found out they got pissed. They got really, really pissed. To the point that this is where they start having and arguing and saying like, you're, uh, like saying like, no, you don't understand. We need more time. We need to do this properly. While Michael was saying, you're pissing away your money. Actually, that's a quote, according to the article. It says, you're pissing away my money. I need results now. <laughs> so, because of the contract issues that they signed with the studio and so on and so forth, um, they couldn't the directors lost the opportunity to use their footage, right? But the producers, on the other hand, had a different contract, which stated that they actually had some ownership of the production. So, <laughs> basically, this led to about a good 40... So that means, technically, the movie couldn't... The original footage the, couldn't really be used. But the studio... But the financing and the studios argued they can be used. So it came with a compromise, the compromise is, is okay, fine. We will shoot about sixty-five percent of the movie new, right off the bat. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With a whole new cast and crew, everything else, because they couldn't get bring the original they couldn't bring the original cast back. So they shot sixty-five percent of the movie with whole different plot lines, everything else, and then just cut it together to make some kind of coherent sense in air quotes. So the financier hired Eugene Joseph to direct more footage, which was placed together with the finished footage from Twisted Soul to create the movie Spookies, because they don't actually own the rights to Twisted Souls. But the only homage to that is at the beginning, where it actually says the Twisted Souls productions. Wait, so which half
3: of the movie was Twisted Souls and which? Uh, The one that's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the the, the the, the, one with all the
0: gore, one with the original, that's the original piece. One with all the gore that is Twisted Souls. The okay, yeah. the one with the magician and the reincarnated yeah. bride and the 13-year-old kid and the cat man thing. That's all <laughs> oh, new footage. Yeah. That's all new. Yeah, because right? I hated all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Too. You can even tell the production was totally different. You can see that they were they, were actually, they now had to shoot all this again with half of the original budget to finish off 65% of the movie that didn't already exist, which is why you can notice that the movie has a lot of things involving padding. The studio said, fuck it. We've, we've wasted enough time. It is. Just launch it out. And this is where how we ended up with this horrendous slice of a movie. Spookies is actually two movies in one, and you can tell. Now
4: that you've, men- now that you've mentioned it, like i feel like i can tell but at the time i just kind of thought it was just a bit of a lull in the in the film like there are various yeah. parts so i kind of just felt it was a bit, it was a bit of a, a roller coaster i did think like um, so who's the main feel a bit sick character
3: supposed to be because like halfway through the film it becomes the dead lady who'd been brought back to life right. she becomes like the the final girl but that's weird because he's not like uh introduces the normal characters yeah, this is weird it's a weird movie
0: Obviously, the reception for that became well. People noticed um, it didn't do very well. It the whole budget, um, the whole budget uh, was about five million dollars to make. It only grossed seventeen thousand seven hundred eighty-five dollars in the box office. Christ! But people a... are still doing podcasts about it today. So <laughs> yeah, they are. It's because <laughs> they won t- in the end. It's because of yeah. TV circulation. Uh, but oddly enough, it was a huge success in. Okay, do you want to guess which country this place was a huge success in? Canada. No.
4: Was it an Asian country?
0: Yes. China. (laughs) Part of China. China. Hong Kong. Hong Kong! Thank you very much! This movie was a blast (laughs) in Hong Kong. It did so well. It's now become... It it did so well. It was circulating in cinemas for a very long time in Hong Kong in 1987. (laughs) I wonder why. wonder... Was it the...
3: Chinese spider lady, maybe. Like,
4: oh yeah, the spider, the spider queen, the weird that, ass the, spider the, queen. The weirdest thing about that is that when she appeared, she had like her own her own theme music. She had like some Asian <laughs> yeah. Asian music when she appeared. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, Maybe that's why. So I can yeah. kind of imagine it doing well, like on TV, on on cable TV or whatever, because it's like it is like that constant, sl- a constant hit of just like monsters and various different effects. Yeah. So I can imagine it doing quite well in that in that instance.
0: It's yeah. it's like the movie. The best way to describe the movie, it's like a sucker punch. It happened. The suck. It's, a, it's like a guy punching you, like doing that, right? But it keeps punching you every two minutes, and you don't have time to get your wind back. So a moment you go, oh, all right, okay. I'm fine now. Oh Jesus Christ! Do it again. Right, this another thing yeah. now. Jesus, stop it! I I'm, I felt pummeled in, and the movie's not even that long. The movie's only seventy-five minutes, and I felt like I've been clobbered constantly over the head. What was the What was the first
3: moment in the film? Because I the, for the start of the film, I was kind of was zoning out a bit. I've got to admit, but then something happened, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Was not expecting yeah. that. What, what was
0: the moment for you? The moment for me that where I realised that this is, going to be, this is going to be something special for me is the, uh, the introduction to the, of the Catman and how he buries a child. That's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that to is me, horrible. Yeah. Like, There's something seen... about like, yeah. a few buried alive
4: scenes. Like, I'm thinking particularly Casino, where Joe Pesci gets his head caved in with an aluminium baseball bat and then buried alive. Something about that is really, really horrible. And even yeah. in a film like this, I find it the really, really kid. horrible.
3: It's weird though, because he seems to be burying that kid for like hours. Like, he just seems to be constantly (laughs) shoveling stuff on. I'm like, what? When is he going to fill that hole?
4: It's too much <laughs> hard work, and it? it looks like too much hard work. i like, I don't think I'd ever want to bury a kid. And the worst thing is, too is, you long. can see,
0: you can see, like the kid is just lying there, and obviously, this, this is the part, this is the new director, whatever it is, is like saying, right, we can't afford a dummy, so it's just kid, just lie in there while we throw dirt on you, and you can. It looks really bad because he's in his face, he's doing this, he's already fighting it off. He's just going, eh, yeah, 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 oh no.
2: First I was a bit like Luke at the beginning, I was like sort of not really interested. The first time I started to get interested is when I this bit I'll play a clip.
1: Happy
0: birthday, Billy. <laughs>
2: It's just when he like he opens the present and he's got the severed head in the box. Oh, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm I'm interested now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah. was like, oh, okay, we're doing something weird here. We're doing it's a
2: surprise birthday yeah. party. Said, Come I on, guys, I know you're here. <laughs> but did all you right. notice? You know, all the effects on the like sort of the voices for the like the demons. Oh, it sounds a like horrible, like pipe effects. Like he was, just, they were just talking down a pipe, like a. <laughs> yeah. That's like so a drain well. pipe,
0: but you know, it 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 sounds yeah, it sounds like they they recorded all his lines in a bathroom, and <laughs> they just yeah. said, this is fine. We will run with it. Yeah. So, uh, let's, okay, so basically, that's all the factoids for that. It's a fascinating watch once you realize the backstory to this. So we're going to go right into the plot. In fact, I'm going on IMDb, and there's two plots, and you know what? That sums it up because there are literally two plots. So first of all, um, first plot is um, actually, Ed, before we, we usually do this with a bit of music. Do you have any music? Yeah. Um. Let's put some new music in, shall we? Um, right. So the plot is basically um, there's two plots here. So I'm going to say both of them. So one is a, a source, So a sorcerer tries to sacrifice a group of people inside his house and the intention of using their vitality to keep his dead wife alive. And then the second plot is, taking a wrong turn, travelers find themselves trapped in a mysterious house. One horror after another threatens them as a sorcerer who lives within tries to sacrifice their eternal life for his beautiful bride. And you can sort of notice that you try and put these two plots together. There really isn't much of a plot here. Um, it's just a whole bunch of shit. That puts together what happens to be just... Right, there's a plot here somewhere. Oh, now there's a sorcerer. Oh, wait. Oh, actually, there's a wife thing now. Oh, wait. Now there's deadites. Oh, wait. There are weird... There's weird sea monster things. Oh, wait. There's this... Like thing. a oh, merman type of thing. I love oh, the, the merman. merman. The fucking merman. Maybe this was like the, the plot
4: for The Cabin in the Woods before that actually got made. They took inspiration <laughs> from species. Like how many different creatures yeah. can we get into... They got it in the they got all those creatures in the film. Let's get all these creatures in one scene. They just wanted to beat be spookies, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The only thing missing from this movie to have to made a complete reference would have been a unicorn, but uh, <laughs> that would have been something that of no. Let's 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 go through some of the beats. So, first of all, how does this movie technically start?
3: A little boy runs away from home. Yeah, It's has got like a little box of cocaine here for it. At first, it <laughs> actually snowballs. He opens
0: it like it's a thing of cocaine. Oh,
4: yeah. Happy birthday, coconut. Billy.
0: So the 13 yeah. year old kid just runs out of nowhere. And for the, uh, for the first time, you're not entirely sure why he's running away or why he's there or what's the point of it. And actually, once you think about the whole movie, it's like, well, what's the point of half this shit anyway? So this is where you're first introduced to the hard cuts. We need to talk about the editing here. We kind of need to talk about the editing for the whole movie here. There are some incredibly hard left-turn cuts in this entire movie. One good example is you have the kid who's, like, walking. He's a 13-year-old boy. He's walking around. He's lost in the forest. He's going like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. He's hiding behind a tree, and he's looking all mopey. And then he just does a hard turn. And then you cut to the old movie with these people driving down the road, as if it's like, oh, I'm just around the corner from these mysterious people, these really, these asshole people who are
2: driving. Real weird mix of people as well.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't understand why
4: they how did they know each other. <laughs> <What>? Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, so Can okay. I
4: just comment on what was what was the name of the the like jock type character Duke. Duke Duke Duke. Yeah, yeah. Can I just comment on what he was wearing because he was wearing some sort of a bodysuit
0: that looked like a bin bag that had yes! a diagonal zip going down <laughs> it. Only like in the eighties would that be cool. It's amazing he's supposed to be the jock. When he looks like the weirdest fashionista in that entire thing. Also, can, we, can I mention, right, <laughs> you, you mentioned, like, how do these people know each other? I don't have a clue because they're all so fucking different. And one person looks like their dad. Yeah, I, I thought it yeah. was one of them. In dads. my notes, he's like dad guy. I couldn't yeah, remember his name, so he's just sure. dad guy. Yeah, because he looks at least fifteen years older than everyone else. But they're supposed to be all together. In fact, at one point, I think one of the kids said, "Like, I'm sorry, kids." It's like, stop it. It's so weird. So you got. So basically, you have a, an old guy who looks like a dentist. You have Duke, who's wearing a bin bag. You have my favorite person of all time, the guy with the puppet.
2: Oh, I, I find him really annoying. I love uh, him yeah. when he's introduced. He's like this.
4: Oh, man, I'm looking for another party. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with that thing
2: again? Uh-oh. Duke's mad now, Moog. Hey, I hate him. He really annoys me. He's like, shut
0: up no. with your puppet. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I am the complete opposite to you. This movie was saved by the puppet, and I want a more puppet guy. Because- <laughs> He's got a T-shirt on.
4: On his T-shirt is him and the puppet. On his yes! t-shirt. <laughs> what
0: the fuck is going on? He's self-promoting himself on the puppet. It's great. It's purely, it he looks out of all the characters, he looks like he's walked out of a completely different movie. Like he just walked on set from a different film and said, so, right. so like, oh shit, now I'm in a horror movie, fuck.
2: He's um, like a children's but... TV
0: presenter from the 90s though, isn't it? He then got the British bitch. You can tell she's a British bitch because she's totally speaking yeah. in this manner and it's being an really absolute cow. Well. It's supposed to be English, but I don't know what that was. <laughs> aristocratic and her husband's got like perfectly angular hair. His hair, hair's been like sp- just hairsprayed into this brick brick shape on his head. Lego I'm, hair. Who I'm no offense to the guy, but I, w- I I had no idea they were a couple for the longest time in the movie because I kind of just thought that they were just w- they were just different so different one's a sort of flamboyant queen and then you've got the british bitch so you have absolutely no idea he's he's my favorite i've got
2: some clips of him but i'll, I'll play them
0: when we get to those bits and then you've got carol who is quiet and moody for most of the movie and uh, like it's quite a moody at the beginning we don't even know what her deal is until later on where she's somehow a, uh, an expert in all things supernatural without any explanation
3: yeah is that the girl shit? the woman who looked a bit like yeah, you know, the one from Robocop?
0: A um, little bit. Yeah, the one with the bigger poofier hair. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Like Murphy's count,
0: partner. Actually. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember her name, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well I don't remember any of these people's names, and I, honestly I don't care. Um Why well, do you think I wrote them down as like dad guy and like stuff like that? Dad guy, guy in bin liner. I didn't remember British Duke bitch. though. I remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny. He's very he's very white. Wiped clean, that guy. He sounds like
2: one of the T-Birds from
0: Greece or something, doesn't he? (laughs) Again, walked out from a different movie. All these people are from from different movies. I'm convinced that the original script, which I'm very curious by, must have been like this is a meta-narrative. This is the in-joke that all these people are not supposed to be friends. These are all stereotypes from horror movies and that all of them should be slaughtered in horrible ways. But when you try, when you don't explain that... It just looks like these people randomly met and now are forced into the situation by gunpoint (laughs) to just get this done. The characters are very like
2: um, uh, Friday the 13th type characters, Mm. I think. Like in those sequels, the Friday the 13th sequels, the bad ones, like they're they're the types of characters that are in this movie.
0: So back to the boy. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, so the thirteen-year-old boy takes out what looks like cocaine. Thank you, Luke. Now I can't think of it other than cocaine. Um, Even if uh, it's a little knife, like a little,
3: like he's about to test sample the goods. has
0: <laughs> got a long finger now. <laughs> a really long finger now. Happy birthday, Billy! What what a fantastic <laughs> present for a thirteen-year-old! like just here, have some cocaine. You need it. Um, actually, I wouldn't need it for this movie because then suddenly, out of the blue, there's this weird guy in the trees. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, just chilling in the trees. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, and and, and and he and I and I thought at the beginning when watching this, uh, I thought at the beginning is like, right, this guy's gonna be bad, right? This guy's gonna be a bad guy because he's just being really stalky and creepy. It's like, what? It's like, what is a boy like you doing in the woods like this? Like, I was thinking, where's the van? Like, where's the van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah but I think he was supposed to be a cool,
0: like, rebel type guy, wasn't he? That's what no, the film was,
2: was going just- for. <laughs> It's like, I I, I know we felt that way, but... (laughs) (laughs) He's so cool. He he, he just hangs around in trees and shit because he's that cool. No, but these Uh, filmmakers don't know what cool is.
0: I, I, I think yeah I think these filmmakers have absolutely no idea what cool is, so they they are this coolish guy trying to be a rebel talking to a 13 year old and trying i'm not sure whether to scare him, intimidate him or lure him into his car. I don't know what the situation it came was.
4: Across, it came across as the latter to me I didn't once think this guy's creepy well I just thought he was definitely a potential nonce
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <I> mean. um <laughs> he is acting is appalling, and I don't know whether I love it or hate it. I don't know, I think
3: we those kind of kids in these movies they all they all act that same, you know, way. I, it reminded me of the kid from Phantasm. Like he's the similar yeah. sort yeah, of yeah, uh,
0: level of training, I imagine. So basically level of wood, because this is there's five levels of wood here and this is proper oak quality wood here. This is how wood and his acting was. It was hilarious. <laughs>
2: um I do like that he had an action plan, like a life plan. There, I don't know what it was. So
3: he was like, "I've got, got big
2: plan. plans."
3: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, of best good games. Go I've got, I've got a big night ahead of me or something. I wonder where. where he, I thought he was going to be in on it. I okay. thought he was going to be. I actually <laughs> thought, oh, there could be a big twist. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be the Paul Daniels guy. Like, I wonder if like uh, there'd be two timelines going on here. But it wasn't quite as intricately plotted out.
4: And I thought, I was confused. Did he turn up later? in a different form
0: that kid or was that just a completely different kid I, i'd be honest um i sat there thinking about this actually and yeah. i would like to think for continuity's sake that yes it is but i'm also remembering what this movie was that and continuity doesn't exist so i think no i don't think i think the kid just got buried and died um <laughs> which uh introduces us to one of my favorite characters in the whole movie because it make it's it's this is the character that's the bridge gap between both films uh, between the yeah. old film and the new film. And this is the weird Catman with a hook hand. I, He looked like a cross between Nightcrawler from the X-Men
3: mm. and, you know, the boyfriend from the royal family. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, we just, can we talk about his outfit as well? So he's wearing, like, a ruffled shirt, a gold-like a gold like, waistcoat. Yeah. So what kind of boots was he wearing? He was wearing, like, He looked like a well.
3: wedding DJ. He's got a bit <laughs> off. <Spurs. laughs>
4: Yeah, Yeah,
2: he he, he was a gold (laughs) waistcoat. He kind of like a bit like McLovin. Have you seen
0: McLovin?
4: He kind of had that outfit.
0: I love that. And he kind
4: of just, he did the same thing the whole film, which is kind of just skulk around, skulk around like that.
0: And that that was it. That was all he did. The majority of the the yeah, the majority of the movie, yeah, it was us. And this is, and you can kind of see this is where the hard cut's in and this is how they're trying to make both movies merge together by literally having him... And this happens a lot in the movie. He would just be walking around, peeking through a bush or hiding behind a door, creaking, as if he's looking at the previous movie. <laughs> so it makes there, him look like oh, yes, he was there the whole time. Yeah.
2: And now you can tell, obviously, they ha- had lots of footage of him just creeping around. It just got
0: spliced in here and there, like... <laughs> everywhere. It's like, say, uh, I'm I'm imagining how many hours of footage is just this guy walking around saying, now hide behind the door, hold the door, appear for a bush, just do this for a while. Just in all the different locations in the house, just say, like, you, my sir, you, my friend, are going to be the glue that saves this movie. Why did he, why did he bury the kid?
2: Because, I don't know. (laughs) So he could become part of, like, the monsters in the house and stuff. They just like to get people. But we never see
0: him again. If we never see him again. So they just if he sat the up kid at all... the end if he sat up at the end
4: as one of the zombies, which I'm assuming he didn't,
0: right? No, no, he never did. So basically they just they just basically this cat person first kills off the cool guy in a hilarious way because he suddenly just falls off screen. I had no idea what happened. And then he's just dead. And then he's and then the boy gets chased by this cat man, falls into a hole and gets buried alive. That's that's it. And that's the end of the boy arc. This 13-year-old boy is dead. Yeah. Well, it's
2: great, though. It's really like, nice. you know, it's supposed to be a really sinister... It was a sinister sort of scene when the cat guy was, like, killing off the boy. But the music was kind of like this.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it sounds like... It sounds like a... It sounds like really bad, like the... Uh, it, sounds, it sounds like really bad, like Resident Evil music. <laughs> do you know what it reminded me of a B, a B it's like horror Seinfeld
2: or something <laughs> you know at the base in Seinfeld yeah.
4: slap bass when Bye. he was burying the kid as well there were so many cuts back and forth between him burying him <laughs> and the kid just there were about a hundred cuts back and forth between that and it was horrible so right? yeah everybody. it was
0: quite a nasty scene I, I feel sorry for the boy i feel really sorry for the boy because he is totally you can see dirt's actually falling on him and he's not comfortable and the and i can just imagine the the new director eugene just sort of creeping, creeping going, yes yes keep burying the boy yes you do fine stay there ramble no it's fine we need more put more dirt on the boy <laughs>
1: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
0: There's a, they get to the house, look at the house, go in. And like, like most people, like it felt like a Scooby-Doo episode here. They just walk in. Yeah, they're just like yeah. dead
2: intrigued by it, aren't they?
0: Because they're, they're like party people. They want to like find the next party, don't they? They do. It's Duke saying, I just want to go out and party. And everyone's saying, where are you going? And I'm actually sitting there thinking, yeah, where the fuck are you going? If you didn't find the house, where would you be driving to? Yeah. I mean, you'd only be
2: going to a party in that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a totally a party
0: outfit.
3: Maybe maybe they're it's doggers. They're, you don't go to the post office in that outfit, do you? <laughs> is that why, it would make is sense if,
4: if they were doggers. Pleat?
3: That's why they don't look like they belong to... In the same friendship yeah.
0: circle, so basically met The plot, the, the, the synopsis is that basically Duke and Duke and the puppet guy got too rowdy at their previous house party, and they all left. Maybe you're right. Maybe this was that was a swingers party, and they're just saying, right, we'll just you know we we've, we've already got each other's keys, so we might as well just get into the car, just find another place to bang. What happened? What happened was Duke was waiting outside the previous house, and uh, but
4: then a the bin van came past, and just thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> Chucked him in the back. He got
0: crushed. Oh no! A, a worthy end to a shitty trash person. Um. They're all like very familiar with each other, aren't they? They're all familiar. Well, and, and this can't is not thing. be familiar what? with someone you've been fucking. Yeah. This, this is true. You have to get to know them before you before you shove something up one of their holes. So, uh, gotta do that. <laughs> Okay, once they get into the house, there's one thing that says, like, the the I think the girlfriend of the older dentist-looking guy says, like, I've known these people for years. And I'm sitting there going, no, you don't. <laughs> these people are too different and too weird to you to properly consider them all close friends of yours.
4: And they all, like, hate each other as well. So, like, there's nothing that comes across as them being Mitty, because they all seem to absolutely hate each other
0: yeah like the the two different they're way too much polar opposites for them to do that especially the puppet guy who the fuck knows this guy and said oh he's perfectly fine we're going to bring him everywhere yeah the
2: only ones that uh, yeah, get on yeah. are you know the dad guy in his other half yeah. he was a lot younger yeah, than him yeah, yeah. actually
0: player
4: yeah. i thought maybe <laughs> player <laughs> definite swingers
0: definite swingers <laughs> okay so i think we're establishing that they were basically a swingers party they just got a little bit in the way and now they're just like we need another place Ooh, this 24 roomed house would be perfect to bang all over
3: yeah i like um so the, as they're exploring the house uh duke finds a locked door so he smashes it with a chair <laughs> like yes
0: <in> a <laughs> that's the first thing he does is like oh this door won't open <laughs> bang breaks it in <laughs> there's a just a there's a, just a void into the blackness okay and then a body falls out, holding a board and a vial. But all happened at once. And the thing is, Duke Duke's reaction is, oh, he's not real. Poke it. <laughs> Stop poking it. <laughs> so, so basically, would that be your reaction? If you found a dead body, would the first thing you do is poke it? Because I've always been curious about if anyone would poke a dead body.
4: No. Well, I mean,
3: it doesn't look real. But I mean, <laughs> that's because it's not real. Uh, yeah. But I, I think my first thing would be to smell it, surely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: i think it would be overpowering if it was real yeah this definitely smells like rotten eggs (laughs) then where we're properly introduced then to the other element in this whole thing which is the wizard warlock magician thing yeah he's
2: he kind of like wants to be like a vincent price type character doesn't he but he's not quite cool enough
0: but he's, he's just sitting there in his chair and he's talking to the cat man because apparently that's his butler or something. And he's going like, "Yes, they're all in the house now. And now they're all just going to play my game of chess." oh <laughs> what <laughs> this How seems are you to be. He
3: always, he's always be the only
4: film this actor was in. Yeah.
3: He's so. always well, yeah, not so he's always chiming in constantly whenever someone says something in our main group. Like someone says, "Nobody lives here." And then he says something in reply to them all the time this time he said somebody does live here forever
0: that doesn't make sense that's not a real sentence <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird uh, uh, th- you can clearly tell now that i've told you these are two movies in one you can clearly tell that this is the new stuff this is yeah. this is just the guy who's saying like right we need to we need to put some kind of narrative into this 40 percent piece of trash so right what if we have a warlock? Yes, and he is omnipotent. Yes, and he can talk and be a exposition dump. Yes, and we can talk have him talking riddles. Yes, and he now has a cat person as a butler. Yes,
3: and he's got a permanent frog in his throat, like he never swallows it down. <laughs>
2: it's like a, well, it's like a shit Darth Vader, isn't it? Like drainpipe Darth Vader.
0: Now, and, and this is the weird thing. So apparently, his plotline is he wants to, he needs to kill all these people. So, the more people he kills, the more energy he can use to revitalise and bring back his dead wife. Which... Okay. Who isn't even that into him?
4: Oh, know. again? I'm already dead once, <laughs> and now I've got to wake up and start this marriage all over again. Give it like, a
0: rest. The, da- the dialogue there is fantastic. Um, I've got uh, a clip can, of that. Yeah, can you play a clip of the dialogue sequence between these two? I have waited by your side, day and night
3: entire
0: lifetime stay away <laughs> stay around. away from me I'm I'm I like me that, me. that music but
3: like. But you, you, you see now is that we can never be separated
4: why is he German <laughs> why is he German I love her voice in that bit though like,
2: no stay away
4: <laughs> imagine you've been waiting by someone's bedside day and night waiting for them to wake up and then they just woke up and went stay
0: away <laughs> you ungrateful bitch <laughs> Weird! It's brilliant because he's just because she lit the responses like you need to let me go, let me die, and I think the reason is because I think she I think she has maybe been like in this magical coma for like seventy years or something, and then wakes up and then you woken up to like you were handsome once and just looks up going, God, you're fugly I don't want to let me die! I don't want to be associated with you. Yeah, Duke finds the weird Ouija board thing, which I personally find bizarre. Because it's not really a Ouija board, because...
4: They sent the props guy to get a Ouija board and he'd gone... Oh, I don't know what that is. Just go and find one. You can find one. He came back with a, like, mousetrap or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is it, it, right?
0: Is this it? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what we call a Ouija board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly fine. With this really cool, like, little thing that looks like... A, it looks like it's got a skull on it and it looks like a claw. And that's the thing that's been moved around in. That kind of thing. Can you remember um, what
2: uh, Duke said about it?
0: I've got no, a clip. what did Duke say? Go on, play it. It's pretty goddamn weird if you ask me. What is it, art or something? <laughs> what is it, art <laughs> or something? Oh it's, oh, it's definitely some kind of art. Um, <laughs> some kind of art or something? Proper weird, man. <laughs> Carol comes out of fucking nowhere and starts talking like she has been an expert at the supernatural forever even though we've never been properly introduced or know that she's actually an es- expert on ouija boards and ghosts and demons yeah she loves it she's really into it all isn't she yeah it, it's i personally find that quite funny because there's just moments where you saw her sitting there and she's just talking she a full exposition dump, trying to explain what the fuck this ouija board is and then she says like well does anyone know how to use it the puppet guy gives it a go and doesn't know what to do with it
2: <laughs> he's using the puppet hand i think and just- she says um it's to communicate it's a communicator and the the camp guy is like this.
1: Communication with the dead. <laughs> Communication
0: oh. with who? Oh, I love it! No, it's so much British sass British. in his voice. No, but then the British bear says something afterwards. It's like communicate with who? Is it with the dead? And it's like the dead, but they're dead. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: what? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, fantastic! A what point. a line. It's it's good point. Good. A good point. It's like why you want to talk to the dead? They're dead. It's like yeah, but that's the point of the anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> you see, when you start adding logic to movies like this that don't have any logic, your head hurts. Um, but as you said, the wait. puppet guy. I've got. I've got. Yeah. I've got too many clips for this section. But the puppet
2: guy. Beeddy
4: yeah. Beeddy. Beeddy. The spirits are about to speak.
0: Are they friendly spirits? <laughs> <laughs> My.
2: This is another annoying example. I've got a few examples of him, but like, yeah,
4: he's just, he just irritates me. Has his puppet voice got a lisp? Yes. <laughs> so he does.
0: Yes. I love it. The thing is, I want a movie about that guy. I, I want a movie entirely about the puppet guy. That's all I want. I want to know his backstory. I want to know what what what's with the puppet. I want to know if he's always like this or does he have a tender soul. I want to know more about puppet guy. He is, there's something there that everyone else doesn't have. Which if, I'm you just knew somebody,
4: if you knew somebody who was like that, you'd just be like, oh, just give it a rest. Honestly, just for one day, can we just do something and you not bring the puppet along?
2: Why is the puppet everywhere? Do you is, think, is, is, you know the t-shirt he's got? Do you think that's like merch or whether he's just had <laughs> that one made?
0: self <laughs> promoting. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Carol gets on and then suddenly she just becomes a deadite. Like, she just becomes a full-blown deadite by this point.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: within a second, right?
3: Like there's yeah. no sort of halfway point. She's like a drop banana. Just goes Just
0: <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, from here to here, now officially a deadite. And yeah. starts attempting to kill them, but doing pretty badly at it. Like, uh, throwing the Ouija board at Puppet Guy and all that kind of stuff. And that is when it gets to the point where you're noticing, for no reason, like, it wasn't really a proper summoning. Like, she only just touched it once, and now she's a deadite. And then and then the zombies come out outside with some really cool zombie looking effects. Mm, yeah, one guy has got his eye like <laughs> stuck
3: on a spring or something, sticking out of his head. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, the close-ups are really good like when you saw that like, little yeah. details like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you can see the original budget with the gore stuff. Like you can say like yeah, okay, the gore stuff was going to be cool. Like you can see that. The, this is when the well, this is the first time I've said, "Oh, okay, the gore is going to be interesting now because there was nothing like that before." And because the zombies are outside, now again, this is the thing everyone seems to be experts. Because at one point, it's like saying, Look, it's like, okay, they close the door. It's like, they look like the zombies won't be coming in. How do you know this?
2: Yeah, that was Dad Guy, wasn't it? He goes, Dad 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 Guy says this.
3: (laughs) Those things aren't going to let us out of here. You still want to go out there? What the hell are we
1: going to do?
3: Just stand here and
1: wait
2: for them to break in and murder us, huh? I don't think those things can get in here. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Immediate, you're right. But he's so calm the whole time. He can't do, like, hysterical, can he? Calm dad. He's like this calm dad guy. Well, it's
0: because he's the dad. He, he's the only parent in the, <laughs> a bunch of these people, clearly. Because literally so... everyone has been screaming outside before that point. And then he's just yeah. like they can't get in here. So right, the rest of the time now they finally split up. Okay, they decide to split up and look for clues, basically, just like every other haunted house. And now we get to well, this is the bit I'm finally want to start talking about all the monsters in this movie. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right, this is so- when it gets really
0: interesting. This
3: be yeah. it'd it it make a good music video. This film. You know, you sort of just have the sort of the course cool of happening during the Or even like in the back, like on a bar, they just had the sort of the, the monster scenes playing on the background behind the bar.
2: Yeah, it's a it really big one
3: for that, like just the yeah. background,
0: like because the visuals are really good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. out of context, if you had individual scenes, you can see that, oh, they're pretty decent, each individual monster. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. On their own, they work. But in connection to all this, and the hard cutting and jumping between another movie that doesn't make any sense, and blah blah blah, it's kind of semi ruined. So, what's your f- okay? So, there's loads of monsters. So, let's go through. Let's go around the room. Let's go around the room, children, and talk about what's one. What's your favourite monster in this in this series? Then, what's the favourite monster that appeared? I thought there was an obvious one, but I think there is. There's a couple that I really liked. So, do you want to share one, Luke? I'll I'll
3: leave the more obvious ones to you guys, and I'm going to go with uh, the the Halloween costume Grim Reaper guy. Yeah, <laughs> who, makes, who, makes, who makes it's like every
2: generic like Grim Reaper, like sort of Halloween, sort of the cheapest Halloween costume of a Grim Reaper. Yeah. It's him, and the, like, the bright glowing red eyes and everything.
3: Yeah. He's amazing. Because his side was pretty nasty. Like he, he hits the table, it goes right into it. But he, he obviously just looks like a guy in a suit. Yeah. He likes slamming his thing and he's supposed to be sort of floating around. Mm. But some, somehow they, they end up on the roof and yes. he chucks the Grim Reaper off the roof and he explodes when so he hits the ground. <laughs> the
0: explosion was
3: beautiful.
2: It's bit, literally this loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus.
0: Like, the Grim. I mean if he's the grim reaper obviously you can't kill the grim reaper but clearly this is what happened just before i think just before the grim reaper touched the ground he just appeared just appeared into a puff of smoke and that's what the explosion is like Aha! it's almost like like they they had some like pyro they could
2: use so well we've got to use it for something they just had this really epic explosion for that death guy
0: (laughs) fantastic oh the the grim reaper was kind of awesome yeah that's a good um the next okay so ben how about you
4: um, I don't reckon anything beats the farty dusty men for me because they were—they're uh, my like... favourite too. Oh. Particularly because the, they've got a fight sequence with Duke, and you can see like all his outfit from different different angles. You, while see, he's a of, of dusty do you see a bit of crack. Men. I think you see a bit of crack, right? Like, he bends over at one yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. They're awful as well because he over at one point he overpowers two of them, and just pushes them
0: away like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Like the putties from Power Rangers. But yes, I was totally party. thinking that, but just. Fartia, which I don't understand why the farts, though. Why were they farting? Was that added in post? do you reckon?
4: Hang on a minute. Do you not really be good if they were farting? Oh, no, I think the scene's fine. Add a few farts into this scene. And tell me if it doesn't improve it. <laughs>
0: I'm getting... <laughs> Ooh, actually. Right, it does. Oh, actually, I've, I've been actually able to find uh, a factoid about that. I just found it now. Brilliant. So, the farting was done in post production. So, post production, but one when spookies were actually being made. So, this wasn't the original thing from Twisted Souls. They weren't meant to be farting, right? But they put the farts in in order to make the scene seem a bit more comical. And so it is no longer so it seems less violent when they melted. <laughs> that wasn't in the, that wasn't <laughs> on the soundboard. Sorry, that was a.
2: <laughs> I
4: sorry, was that the was me. Board. I was like. Is that one of the fights from the same no, <laughs> oh, <that laughs> Why did
0: I remember? No, that was me. I have
2: memory. got a clip of this scene. Actually, you will play in a minute. But there <laughs> Do
0: it. <laughs> Do it. Come on. Play. play
1: it.
4: You know, maybe there's some way out of here. Maybe there's some secret
3: war. <laughs> 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 It's getting flashbacks of my granddad walking into
0: it. the room.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a belly rumbling noise as well, isn't it? Like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: These guys are hungry and party and they're ready to go after you. Yeah.
2: Um thing is the, the, the kid thing. the kid in me that appeals to me every time I hear it. It's like I'm just like laughing at fart jokes. It's just yeah. like I, I just appeals he just wins every time.
0: But then um and then and and then those guys are killed by literally just throwing wine at them and having them melt.
3: Yeah.
4: That's strange. So they use an axe to, like, cut a hole in the big wine barrel and that just melts these guys? But why do they even think of that as an idea? They're being attacked by these party dusty monsters. You're thinking, red
0: wine, that's their secret weakness. I think it's because Duke literally does an uppercut to one of these farty minor zombie things and he lands in a puddle and he notices that the one's a bit steamy uh, and he sits yeah, there going like it. water it must be water get the wine <laughs> just yeah. a, and a flood like this the, these barrels must have had no had so much pressure in them because they just <laughs> ed your favorite monster well mine
2: was the uh Oh, I like the farting zombies but I also like merman as well.
0: The merman okay like so the fish
2: the- weird fish guy that it just seems like really out of place because obviously he would only be really sort of dangerous in water but he's out of water and he's kind of like <laughs> flapping around on the ground
0: these are the ones like you mentioned before that look like boglins because they are just so weird and Mm. makes no sense um so the british guy the, the, the british bitch and the uh posh and the weird flamboyant boyfriend guy thing with the sarcasm the size of up to here gets slowly devoured by these weird mermen uh the fight scene the fight sequence was interesting where th- th- they're just struggling, and she- and she's like, "Oh no!" Uh, uh. There's a sp- there's a piercing sort of one pierces one gu- one of the mermen, like, Ugh. and then and then drops an entire bookshelf on the other, and just starts stamping on it, going, "Why don't you die?" I'm
3: struggling to remember how she dies now because they- she gets away from the Boglins, doesn't she? She does, yeah. and that and her this face melted, didn't she? ah, by the by the Queen boggling. Uh, yes, the by, the, by the
0: Queen boggling. <laughs> the electric with, tail, with tentacles.
2: Yeah, yeah. She gets very wounded though, doesn't she? She's almost like bleeding yeah. out, pretty much. Yeah, She's like yeah. really only just gets away. But my favourite bit of those that kind of scene is where like the um, the sassy guy is like he starts drinking, and she says like, uh, "Oh, you 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 don't drink," and uh, he basically wants to get drunk anyway. And he, he, he they, they he say this. Like, I'll, I'll just play it. For it. David, throw that crap away. Why? Because you say so. Because you don't
4: drink, you asshole. <laughs> and you only get sick. God knows he's touched you. I don't give a damn, honey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's that is, my favourite line of his. I don't give a damn, honey. And and and, and I love it because he when, when the moment she he takes okay. a swig. He just spits it out immediately. He's like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) flavours. I've never touched alcohol in my life. She gets killed off because she sees a ghost or some kind of apparition of the fanboy and boyfriend who's now dead and says, like, come join us. It's like basically, come join us to the dark side. We have cookies, you know, and um, suddenly gets killed by Queen Boglin, with really kind of cool looking stop motion tentacles with lightning powers and her face belts. <laughs> um which you is brilliant see. but the first yeah. is the first time we've seen like this this kind of claymation effect so i was so confused when i first saw it
2: i really yeah. like that it's included in films though it's something you don't really yeah. see nowadays is it? they had a lot of that in evil dead didn't they yeah yeah, yeah. It adds a lot of charm because it's kind of like, it's funny rather
3: than scary, isn't it? Like Clay there yeah. was, um, There's another monster that really had no effect on the film at all. Um, she was like a little uh, puppet, um, you know that, the, the old puppet TV show, the satirical thing with Maggie Thatcher and that? It, it looked like it, one of those... Spitting image. Pu- yeah. yeah, it looked yeah. like one of the spitting image uh, things. It was like a evil laughing little bride thing. Like, Which a witch, like a witchy type character wasn't it like it looked she like kno- she, <laughs> yeah she knocked, she knocked the pride out yeah and then brought her back to life and then just flew up i not not tell you what she was doing but she I looked don't... cool yeah she away. looked she
0: looked cool because she had the stretch out face it's very evil deadish at some points it's got like bleh, and like but you can see that you can clearly see that was a puppet like you clearly see that was just a puppet no effort and just knocks the knocks the bride down, who's escaping from the evil warlock, and just flies away. Really cool looking, but makes no sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. Also uh, reminded me of uh, like a bad baddie from Terror Hawks. You remember Terror Hawks? Oh yeah. Terror Hawks was yeah. like uh, one of the Jerry Anderson ones, wasn't it? But, mm. Like no, not sure. one of the most popular, but there's a really scary villain characters in that. It was like really, like really frightened me as a
0: kid. Um, okay, my favourite has to be the Spider Queen, because, again, makes absolutely no sense why there's a Spider Queen there, but she is definitely the best looking effect in the entire movie. She's scary, and her transition of like yeah. going into the spider is
2: awesome. I really liked really it. A,
4: they could have made a film based entirely just on this monster. Yeah. yeah. I yes! watched it and enjoyed it.
0: And I think, honestly, if they stuck the if if the original guys wanted to, they could have just picked one monster and made an entire movie out of it. Mm. Like you could you could have made an entire movie with the farting miners, or you could do an entire movie with like the spider queen or whatever it is. You could do a whole movie on one of them, but it said no. Let's have them all. They got too greedy and too big for their britches, and this is what happens. My um, you, a whole movie of the
2: farting zombies. That's a, stretching that joke too far. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's sick of it after 10 minutes. All right, all right. D- a- okay. Um, but yeah, Spider Queen. Brilliant thing. She gets transformed. All the arms come out. She attacks the puppet guy and just eats him, basically. Mm,
3: deflates
0: the, the, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, is, that was weird. It's because
2: it's like back pops, doesn't it? It's weird. It like pops and yeah. deflates like a balloon. It's, it's, it's really
0: funny. <laughs> It's, great. It, 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 it's like when you used to have one of those like cans of juice as a kid and just suck it in. <laughs> Basically, that what that was. It was brilliant, yeah. Um, and yeah, and like I said, that was a, that bit, is a bit. That I'm going to constantly remember. It's that little part. That You get, part. You get stuck to it. You get stuck to like a spiderweb as well. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's true because the spiderweb web bit is like mm-hmm. like she's he's not really trying. Like no offense, buddy. Yeah. Like you could put more effort into you it. You're gonna go away. And he
2: yeah, just pretty. looks a little bit worried as well. He <laughs> doesn't look like he's really gonna get like you know eaten. <laughs> he's just like, oh no, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs>
4: what are you gonna do? Oh, go on then.
3: You're gonna deflate me, are
4: you? <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> are. Yeah. Let's see what you can
3: do. Oh
0: no! <laughs> <laughs> So, um then this leads to so what I believe would was the original ending of Twisted Souls, which is suddenly they find Carol, the ones who are alive, which is the uh uh the, uh the 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 girlfriend of Duke and the original and the older couple with the old guy and everything else, right, and they find Carol, who now becomes fully possessed by something, and then her brain sort of explodes and emits old people rays yeah, yeah that? Yeah. She's being controlled
2: by the attic. Like the attic guy, the guy in the attic is like talking through her all the time, isn't he? Is that where he is, the attic? I thought he was in the basement for some reason. We
0: we have no idea where this happened. (laughs) We have no idea where he's hiding. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just guessing.
2: There's no indication to say it was in the attic. I just...
0: just uh, uh, This is you putting logic into this movie. Okay, it has to be the attic because they've never been to the attic. Mm. So we're going to make it the attic. Fine, whatever. They're right, they're in the attic. (laughs) So, but the okay again. I just explained this old people raise. I had no idea that was even a, a, a superpower. Just, I'm going to emit old people rays on you. And the funny thing is, is now the the old guy actually looks his age. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> extra wrinkly. Does that kind of happen when doesn't something like that
4: happen in, in Indiana Jones when they open the the uh, lost ark mm. when it gives some stuff off?
0: Some people's like hair starts going grey and that
4: is that that maybe that's something else I'm thinking of. Yeah, as no, as. No, no, this, I got that it,
0: vibe. This is you, Ben, putting logic again into this movie. It's just it's like. <laughs> if you're That's trying bad. to think, you have to stop. Stop thinking that this makes sense. None of this makes sense. Yeah. You're going to hurt yourself when you start thinking, oh, it's like that. No, it's not. If you so-
3: try to put too much logic into this film, you know that scene in this film where Paul Daniels' vein is like erupting out of his head?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Why was that even a thing? Why? Well, it's like his. Uh, he's like Charles Xavier Power, right? That's like his. <laughs> You should have just done that. If you just touch your head, that's all you need to do to show that you have that power. But no, you have to get the vein. You're lucky you need a Nurofen. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> that one oh, little
0: vein is just I there.
4: Well,
0: <laughs> it looks like the, old guy, the, the older guy finally gets the vial, throws the vial at the at Carol and she, uh, and she explodes and the Ouija board explodes and that seems to be the original ending, but the the free, the, you know, the, the final three people survive. They survived the haunted house and they would leave, but we never actually see them leave, do we? I know.
3: I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> true. But by that point, actually, the movie just ca- that their arc ends, like because now we're going back to the re- reincarnated wife thing again, who's running, who stabs the magician in the eye, which is awesome. I think an eye or the forehead. It's a forehead. forehead. I've forehead, got a clip yeah. of that. Yeah, it's a forehead. It's cool. Go on. Okay.
3: Tell me that you will love me. Well,
1: about Bane? You will love me. I
4: will love you
3: for all time. Brilliant. Can't go over that guy. Really. <laughs> it's, it's, it
0: sounds brilliant. It's awful. Um, so, or Brian Dundee, whatever his name is. <laughs> whatever. The, well, we don't. Care. <laughs> like, do we care? Yeah. Brian Dunday. Um, So he, um, so basically she runs away and and runs out in outside the house where he's, where she's now being completely tormented by all the zombies. And you can see that these are not the same zombies from the original one because they have weird blue, Body paint? And you can actually see some of the extras, don't haven't finished their full paint, so some of their fingers are still regular skin colour and stuff I, like
3: that. Yeah, uh, quite like these scenes. These scenes are quite prevalent in like zombie movies around this, yeah. this period where the sort of the eighties action beats kick in and then the zombies start erupting out of the ground. Mm. And then the is just running away from the, the massing horde. It's
4: very I mean, quite, thriller quite this bit, wouldn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, there was some, yeah.
0: yeah it's very much yeah. like a, if I, if I was looking at this going this feels like the, it looks like these guys are all extra from the thriller video yeah. and um she runs she runs she runs her dress mysteriously gets ripped off because of course it does <laughs> <laughs> and yes! uh, that's
2: what the director said before Take the this. uh before the chase though you get my favorite zombie which is this one Mama, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one, like ma- really frightening
3: zombie, like Mama. <laughs> because oh, there's a whole other character, like her, her child, is in this film.
0: Yeah, yes, we completely missed. I because... thought it was related to. I thought it was related to that in some way. So maybe the whole po- okay now is us trying to figure out what their intentions were, which is going to hurt us really mentally. But I think basically, then trying to fix this somehow is that. She was, well, she's the she is being the bride. Obviously, you have the warlock, and so the warlock saying, But well, we have new children now. So every time they kill someone and becomes a part in their grave, which was one thing, one one thing we completely missed a guy gets killed off by literally four getting killed by the cat guy, I think it is, and sees his own grave come out of the ground.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's like all those zombies are like her sort of children, but how would
0: they know that? I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, so somehow all the zombies know that they're children. And then it's like, Mom, Mom, come back. And I'm, I'm imagining them actually all thinking, Mom, it's been 70 years. You owe me so many Christmas presents. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she finally starts to escape, finds a car randomly, which we thought I thought was the original car from the opening. No, it's a completely different car,
2: mm.
0: randomly. Uh, She gets in, finds another random guy who happens to be parking there and says, oh, shit, zombies. They drive away. Yeah, (sighs) which turns out to be... Which later turns out, and says, oh, thank God, I've escaped. And uh, he says, like, you can never escape. You know I've always loved you. (laughs) And... um, leads to the ending of that, would reveals that that, that, little, that little cute little hunk guy is actually the cat person with the hook hand the entire time. Um,
2: it reminds so. me about, you were saying th- about Thriller earlier, is another kind of Thriller moment. Is it like, you know, when Michael Jackson kind of turns around and goes like, I'm not like other guys kind of thing. It's like, uh, yeah. she thinks she's safe with this guy in the car and he turns around
0: to be the cat man. Yeah, and okay. And then the movie actually sort of ends there. But there's one thing we haven't mentioned. Right at the very, very beginning, there is a pulsating grave that happens i don't know with no context like we don't understand it yeah, yeah and then at the end it turns out that the the magician has been in that grave the entire time and resurrects himself but that doesn't work because he was in the attic or is he dead whatever jump scare the end <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Shit. that was literally it basically and that was the movie um, a whole bunch of shit happens. It gets very confusing and we don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're right. It is a movie. It's, it's, it's an experience. <laughs> I, actually, I would think it's an experience. Crash on the door. thank you ed so uh the way we the way we wrap up around here is you know you have your ratings and your rankings you do sort of a to f and that kind of stuff we do things a little bit differently around here so we have about five different settings so we'll talk about them first of all for people who don't know about them and introduce you guys so first of all you have tame tame means that it was pretty boring there was nothing special about it nothing that really tickles your fancy right tiny bit trashy which means it had a few moments But it really didn't, like, go over the realm of anything really exciting. Then you have Trash. That's the middle point, and that is the sweet spot. It's the the golden goose of rubbish. You then have Too Trashy. This is where the movie's starting to get bad, and we're starting to get a bit frustrated with it. It's still got quality moments, but we're starting to get annoyed at it. And then finally, we have Torture, a movie that was so bad that we absolutely hated the experience. So... Okay. So, let's, I'm going to open it up to the board. Where do you think this falls on the trashometer?
3: I know where I'm going. I'm going like tiny, trashy. Tiny, trash.
0: <laughs> what, was this, what was it? Tiny bit tiny trashy. trashy. Tiny bit trashy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you think you could have a bit trashy? How about you, Ben?
4: Uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go for too trashy because I was definitely getting frustrated in this film. Obviously, I had some highlights, I had some good moments.
0: But too trashy. I think a bit above that sweet spot for me in terms yeah. of enjoyment. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel that vibe. I'm thinking too trashy kind of falls into that vibe. How about you, Ed?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think too trashy. So like around about sort of 70% on the scale, it's like it's, yeah. it's, too, it's too much. There's a there's lot of stuff going on, uh, but it's, it, does, it kind of annoys me, the combination of everything. Yeah. So
0: it's kind of a bit too much. Uh,
2: yeah, too trashy.
0: Uh, I, th- I think yeah, you're right because I think the movie is like a child with ADHD that doesn't have its medication sorted. It's jumping around all over the place. It's hard to handle, and you will get angry at the kid by just if you don't tell him to calm the fuck down. So uh, yeah, I would say, and I think uh, can we all be in agreement? Do we all think that this movie is too trashy? Yeah, I'll be up for I that. Yeah, so, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Cool. Okay. Right. So, too trashy it is. Thank you very much. Cool. That's the no. level rising up by the way. <laughs> That's not going right.
4: I thought it was me for a second.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. it would have been more farting if that was the case. So fantastic.
2: On the video uh, version it's more like obvious what that is, but <laughs>
0: brilliant. <laughs> brilliant stuff. So yeah, okay. So well, if this is the first time you've got uh, anyone here is listening to us, thank you very much for joining us today on the Trash Tapes. Um if you want to sort of find us on anything we are we are on all podcasting platforms, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, Acast, you can find us on anywhere. Leave a review, because if you do leave a review, a five-star review, and we get enough of them, we will read out your comments, so that is definitely something you can always put into there as well. And also, subscribe to us all on the YouTube channels, we have all the stuff, we have Enigmatic Play for all the video game stuff, we have Enigmatic Productions for all the reviews and short film stuff and everything else, and also Trash Tapes has a YouTube channel where you have exclusive little videos of basically me torturing Ed, or vice versa with weird shit we find on the internet, We're Which is just absolutely hilarious. I would also like to thank our guests for coming on and joining me on this rather uh, this experience of spookies with me. So thank you very much for that. Thank you. Do you want to do you want to plug your stuff basically? Plug your stuff, Ben.
4: Yeah. So uh, (laughs) so our podcast is on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, uh, and the like. We've also got a YouTube channel, Hawk and Cleaver, and all our social media is Hawk and Cleaver as well. You can find us at Hawk and Cleaver on Twitter and Instagram, and just Hawk Cleaver on Facebook, where we post a, a new episode of the Horror
0: Hangout every single week, every Wednesday. Ooh, okay. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much on that. Um, uh, are there any kind of episodes you're thinking in mind at the moment? Are there any up running ahead or ones you want to share with everyone before we sort of wrap up?
3: I'm trying to think of trashy. I mean, the unnamable. Pretty trashy. Yeah. yeah. We've
4: done Alone in the Dark. We, Ooh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. trashy.
2: <laughs> that will be high on the that's trashometer. Feel- that's true.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I recommend that for an episode for nice. a future episode for yeah. you guys. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Fantastic. So, yeah. Thank you guys very much for joining me. And to everyone out there, keep an eye on your trash. There might be some treasure in there. See you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode and hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it around with movie lovers you know, maybe add a star rating or write a good review. All of this helps with the algorithm and provides us with more opportunities to reach the ears to a whole new bunch of bad film fanatics. Want to find out more about us? Then head over to our socials where we provide sneak peeks and up-to-date news on everything nostalgic and trashy. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages in the description. So please, follow us. See you next time, cinephiles.